The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Microphone, camera, action. When we first started a podcast, we thought we're gonna this is gonna be it. We're gonna have a million new subscribers by tomorrow at lunchtime. This is gonna be golden. And do you know what? It didn't work. It it fell over. It didn't work. We didn't get the list growth that we thought we were gonna get. So we're gonna solve that today, here, right now. We are. Well, we're not actually. Matt Wolf's gonna solve it for us, which is a much better way of getting getting a problem solved, is get somebody else to do it. As a kid, he was told that he could have his bedroom decorated any way he wanted, and he chose luminous green wallpaper. I'm talking about hypnotist Robert Temple. And as if it couldn't get any worse, he was told he could have his bedroom any way that he wanted, and he chose Thomas the Tank Engine wallpaper. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Let's kick off the show. I still remember my mum cursing, putting up that wallpaper, because she did it herself, right? And getting Percy to line up across the crease... Um, I had luminous green curtains as well. So if it was sunny outside, but I closed the curtains so I could see the TV or something, it was like being in a goldfish bowl. It was quite bizarre. I think for years I thought Percy's full name was that bastard Percy. We're back and we're here every single week helping course creators, coaches and membership site owners make email marketing way less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favour with harder hitting, higher converting, psychology driven email marketing. Here we are. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. The email marketing heroes. As we mentioned, we have our pal Matt Wolf here today talking about how you can actually use a podcast and content to grow your list. Because actually, loads of people find that really difficult. I think lots of people think the podcast is the promised land and you create a podcast and then suddenly people find you and then suddenly you get them onto your list and you make up a squillion billion dollars, which is a little bit less than Matt and Joe have made. So uh, as a result of that, uh, we're going to, we've, we've dragged him in, kicking and screaming. We're going to get onto that in just a second. Before we do, I know that you've got a bunch of subscribers on your list who haven't yet bought anything from you, the thieving bastards. They've opted in for your free thing and they just haven't given you their money yet. We want to help you to solve that. So we want to give you a flash sale campaign and you don't need a big anorak or anything. It's literally not that sort of flash. It's literally four or five emails. You can send them out to your list and you can start making more sales from your list straight away fill in a few blanks. So if you want to download that, just head over to the email marketing show.com forward slash flash sale. That's the email marketing show.com forward slash flash sale. Join our list and we'll send it to you just to say we try and make all of our friendly URLs tongue twisters just for the shits and giggles. <laughs> you can type them easy. And speak them. Anyway, we're talking to our guest, Matt Wolf this week, Rob, one of these three things is true about Matt. Does he like to, well, does he build puzzles? Does he collect miniature tin soldiers? Or does he like to freeze bananas? One of those three things is true. Well, they're all strange fetishes, I have to say, but I'm going to, I'm going to go for, I'm thinking when you say little tin soldiers, I'm thinking of like the little green dudes from, uh, from Toy Story, but they're made of plastic, I think, but, um, I'm going to go for the little, the little collect toy soldiers and see if I can get it right. 
Matt, what's true? <laughs> the puzzle answer. And I, I really wish I picked a better uh, <laughs> random, <laughs> random fact, but I build puzzles. In fact, I was working on a puzzle literally 10 minutes before jumping on this call. There you go. That's cool, you go. man. And I think that's become a, uh, it's become a really popular thing to do, uh, you know, in a year where, we, where we've spent a bunch of our time in more isolation than we expected. Yeah, I, I, was, a, I was a puzzler before it was cool. <laughs> what does that say? It like, became cool. And you'll be a puzzler for long after it's cool as well, I'm sure. <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> so today we're talking about obviously you guys, Matt and Joe, have this amazing podcast. And I you call use them Joe it as and like Matt, a, just so you know. It's Joe, I think it's Joe and Matt. <laughs> I don't Did I get it the wrong way around? I'm joking. We're very particular. It's always Robin Kennedy. Anyway, Matt and Joe, Joe and Matt have a great podcast and it's a major part of your business, right? It's a major list building, generating activity, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty much the core. Everything we do in our business sort of wraps around the podcast. Now, one of the things I find really interesting about that is that certainly, I mean, this is the third podcast that we have ever started. We had one that we sort of played with for a little while, then we had three marketers walk into a podcast and now this one. And one of the things we definitely expected when we started our first podcast was that we were going to become famous, podcast famous really quickly because people are searching for marketing on the podcast store and then they'll find you and then yay. But actually growing a podcast is quite hard. So we're really intrigued to see how this works in order to get people and send them to your list as opposed to building a list and then sending them to your podcast. So where does it fit into like the infrastructure of your business, I suppose? Yeah. So when we first started, we, we really did have the list first and then we sort of launched the podcast to the list. So we started that way, but then, you know, that, that only gets you so far. You only get so many listeners by doing that. Um, so after time we had to, we started to focus on growing the podcast as a method to grow the list. But really the way the podcast fits in is we, so Joe and I, we release two episodes a week, every Tuesday and Thursday, and that is our content marketing, but that is also what people opt in for. And that's also what we sell. That's what people can buy from us. So every single podcast episode we do, every single interview, we actually have a note taker on our team who listens to every single episode and takes detailed notes. And I'm not talking like, like show notes that you see on a blog page that sort of tease the episodes that you want to go listen to it. I'm talking like Cliff's notes, all of the tactics and strategies from the episode are all sort of detailed out in these notes. And that's what people opt in for when they listen to the show. We'll, we'll give them a URL on the show. After they listen, they can go opt in and get the Cliff's notes version of that episode. And then what we do is we leave those notes live for about two weeks. And then after two weeks, they get locked into a members area. And then that's what we sell is access to the sort of archives of notes. So the podcast is really the entire sort of thing. It's what we give away for free to attract people to us. It's what we give away. The, 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 the notes are what we give away to get people on the list. And then the notes are what we give away when we actually sell access to our membership as well. So it's really the entire system is built around a podcast. Whoa. I mean, when you first say it, we release twice a week. There are some podcasters who just have podcasts as one of the elements. It's not, I mean, literally, it is the hub of your entire business. And mm-hmm. and, but, and so no wonder you release two episodes a week so that you can, because that is, I mean, if, you, if that's what you, because it's not like you have to create a podcast plus courses, plus a membership thing. I mean, I'm feeling pretty stupid and pretty overworked right now because we have the podcast and we have the courses and we have the software and we have the thing. And actually, you've got your podcast and a smashing hat collection. And that's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty much where you live, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, we, we, we do drive significant revenue off affiliate marketing as well, but beyond our membership and affiliate marketing, that's the business model. 
but you're building you the list what? to do the to do the affiliate marketing. You're building that list through the podcast, and of course, you're doing affiliate marketing right. to your members as well. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Evergreen mm-hmm. Profit. I think it's I think what you do is phenomenal there. By the way, I think it's it's excellent. Well, thank you. What I love about this whole thing is, whilst most businesses, and I'm saying most businesses, I'm including us, is we have to create the podcast as a piece of content, but then we have to create content that goes into our paid membership site. Then we have to create content that goes in the front end products. And actually, if everything else is is literally drawn down from the podcast in a way that actually is totally can a hundred percent be handled by somebody else, if all they're doing is just making good detailed notes, they just have to be a good writer, and you find somebody who's a good mm-hmm. writer and let them do that. Then that's so streamlined. We've heard about repurposing content all the time. And I'm always a little bit icky about the way that most people talk about repurposing, but actually that is the most streamlined method of doing it. It's, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I mean, really what it comes down to is we're not really selling the content anymore. So when, when you look at our sales message to buy into our membership, we're not saying, Hey, we're going to teach you traffic strategies and we're going to teach you affiliate marketing strategies. We're going to teach you this. We're basically selling time savings. We're selling them. Look, we put out two episodes a week. They're an hour each. They're the, the, you know, some of the brightest minds in the digital marketing space. You don't have two hours a week to, to sit around and listen to these episodes. Well, here's an alternative and selling from the angle of saving time seems to be better than selling a, you know, a sort of vault, an archive of just here's a ton of content for you. And so that's what we found is that we can put out this podcast for free. Um, A percentage of people will want to listen to the podcast and, you know, spend the two hours plus per week going through the content. But then there's, you know, probably a larger percentage of people going, you know, just tell me what you're going to tell me and do it quick. And that's who we're selling to. It's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. So that this all depends on your ability to grow the podcast listenership. So I know a lot of people, podcasting is booming right now. I mean, I think Rode can't make microphones fast enough. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you look at the price of all that stuff. It's just, I remember when we bought our original kit, I think things have more than doubled right now. Supply and demand is a real thing. So Podcasting is booming. Experts, all of us, if you sell your expertise, podcasting is a great channel. But we do need to get those listeners. So why don't we, I would love to hear some of your personal methods for how do you grow that listenership to such a level Mm -hmm. that it then becomes everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th- this is a topic we could probably talk on for hours, but I'll give some some sort of quick hits, some, sure. some quick ways that we grow our podcast. Um, one of our favorite ways to grow the podcast, one of the most effective ways is to literally go out and just buy listeners. So um, there, there's podcast apps out there that people listen to their shows on um, apps like Overcast and Castro and uh, Podcast Republic is another one. Um, even Spotify you can go and actually purchase advertising inside of these apps straight to your podcast. And that's probably one of the most effective ways you can grow your show because, you know, it's inside of a podcast app. So you're, you're hitting podcast listeners where they listen to the podcast and typically, so for example, um, Overcast is probably the most popular podcast app to, to promote your podcast in. Basically, when you're inside the app, there's a little, you know, like the lower maybe eighth of the screen has a little advertisement for a podcast that they think you'd be interested in. You can go and actually buy that ad space. And it's, you know, it's gotten more expensive over time. It's gotten less and less effective. But that's probably the fastest way to grow your show is go find all these different apps, advertise inside of these apps and grow right inside of these apps. Um and a, a little trick too is a lot of the apps don't advertise the fact that you can sort of promote your podcast inside of them. 
So some of there, there's been some apps that we've um, we, we've just contacted the creator of the app and said, Hey, is there some way that we can sort of feature our podcast in your app, like kind of move it up the ranks or put it in a more premium spot. So, so it has a little more visibility. And what you'll find is, you know, seven out of 10 times, most of these podcast apps are willing to take your money in order to uh, feature you a little higher up in the app. Shocking. (laughs) That's really, so, um, yeah, that's, that's probably the fastest growth tactic that I can offer. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, word of mouth is word of mouth and going on other people's podcasts are probably the other two biggest growth levers. So so Joe and I were constantly going on as many podcasts as we can. In, in fact, before coming on this podcast, I wanted to listen to some past episodes to, to kind of find out what you talk about. And the most recent episode as of the recording date was Joe's episode. So I actually just listened to the episode uh, that Joe had on our show. So Joe and I, we're both sort of dividing and conquering. We're both kind of going on shows individually to sort of spread the word of our own show. So that's been really effective. And then, you know, when you have your guests on your show, you, you sort of motivate them to to share the episode. And um, there's there's some interesting ways that you can motivate guests to share your episode through, you know, offering them affiliate links and things like that to your 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 products. Um, you know, you can do things like, hey, if you if you send to our episode, we'll actually cookie you in. So if somebody actually buys our membership based on listening to your episode, you'll get the commissions for that episode. So you can sort of incentivize your guests who came on your show to share it and actually get paid for sharing it. So that's a another little tactic that we use. That's really awesome. Question for you about running ads. I know you, you guys are massively your paid traffic. You have your entire paid traffic system and a, and a really good uh, a book that you uh, that you have as well. But one mm-hmm. of the things... Um, I'm thinking with your you're putting ads inside of Overcast and other podcast players. When people click that ad, where are you sending them to? Are you sending them to the podcast within that app because there's no return tracking, as far as I know, mm-hmm. unless you can tell me tell me I'm wrong. Hopefully, in a second, or you send them to your website so you can. Where are you sending them? So inside those apps specifically, they'll keep you on your podcast inside of that app. So if, for example, inside of Overcast, if they click our ad in the the bottom of the Overcast screen, it'll just open up our podcast inside of Overcast and ask them if they want to subscribe to it. So you're basically just getting them to subscribe to your show inside of the app that they currently use. So that's that's the main thing. And then the, the tracking thing, there is some tracking out there that you can do. There's a, a company called Pod Sites. P-O-D-S-I-G-H-T-S, kind of like insights, but pod sites. Um, You can actually install a tracking code on your website, and then you can install a tracking code on your little RSS URL. So let's say you're using Libsyn or something like that. You can go in there and tell them, I want to append a little code to my RSS URL, and it will actually give you data on where your downloads are coming from. And uh, it doesn't matter what app they're listening in. So you can actually sort of track from, let's say you decide to go run a Twitter ad or a Facebook ad or something like that. You can actually track how many downloads that Facebook ad has resulted in by using a tool like Pod Sites. But that's kind of new technology that's up and coming. And it's not totally dialed in yet. Like their, their, their connection from a listener to a, like a Facebook user isn't perfect yet. One of the things I love about your whole strategy is when we first started podcasting, we did very ambitiously think, what if we made a new sort of opt-in bribe asset lead magnet thing for every individual episode? So if we're going to talk about this this week, we'll have an, a bribe that's about that. And it seemed like a really good idea till we hit the ground and tried to do it. And actually, it's much harder than you think. But actually, by doing it the way that you guys do it, that's actually a very 
street. It's a lot of work, but it's a streamlined. It's it's a lot of outsourceable work, but it's mm-hmm. a very streamlined way of doing it. But it means that every single week, if somebody comes back to listen to your podcast and maybe for whatever reason, the topic of that week's podcast wasn't so relevant to them, maybe they don't opt in for that one. But the next time around, you've instantly got a new thing that's going to hit them and they can go ahead and, and subscribe to that thing, which I think is a, is a really, really powerful thing to do. But it also means it keeps you the the recency like people will have to opt in if they like this week's episode and they don't join membership and then they like next week's episode and they don't join membership. They're going to have to go ahead and opt in again as well, which keeps that recency of engagement really high too. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And one of the things that we actually do is we tag them the first time that they they opt in for one of the companions. So the second time they come back and opt in for a second companion, a different email goes out if if it's not the original opt in for a companion. So we sort of start to like we sort of kind of guilt them into joining the membership over time if they opt in for more and more companions. So the first time it's just like, hey, thanks so much for opting in. Here's the companion you opted in for. Go, go, uh, go download it. Right. The second time they opt in, it's like, hey, um, um, here's the link to the companion, but I just want to remind you, we've got this members area and it looks like you've downloaded some of our companions for free in the past. Maybe consider joining our members area. It's really, really inexpensive and you get all of the backlogs. So, so we sort of ramp up the, uh, I, I don't really want to call it guilt, but we're, we're kind of reminding them like, Hey, there is an easier way to get all of these things um, as they opt in for more and more companions. So we'll, we'll do some sneaky stuff like that through our, our tagging in our back end. I, think I really fun. love the model. Use your audience to launch a podcast and then use that podcast growth, that momentum, that inertia that you've got to, to continue growing the list and fueling it all. And it's I think brilliant. this is a really big lesson in that thing in advertising they call scent, which is if they've opted in for the companion and the thing you're selling them is more companions. So they've opted in for a companion about marketing and then the thing you're selling them is more companions about marketing there is no tighter scent than that. I mean, the subject matter within the thing is is obviously a bit different, but it's very different to, hey, go opt in for my free thing, which is obviously we give away our flash sale campaign right now. And then the, the next thing we might offer them might be, I mean, our scent's pretty good, but I think your scent is probably the best <laughs> I've ever heard of. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really, really effective. And, we, you know, we do some other stuff other than just notes. So if you become a member, we, we try to get some bonus content from our guests and things like that. So there are some more premiums just so, you, you know, because theoretically you could just every single week opt in for the free companions and get them all. So we had to add something that was a little above and beyond what you could get for free if you're just persistent with it. So we do add some some video training and a lot of our guests are, you know, come back and record little 10 minute you know, bonus interviews with us, or they'll make little tutorials and or slide share screen capture videos for us. So we do, uh, we do add additional content and additional sort of bonuses so that they can go above and beyond with some of our guests, not all of them, but some of our guests. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty congruent flow. And what we find is it's just the, it's just the persistence. If people are listening to our podcast over and over and over again, and they're constantly hearing about the companions and they're constantly hearing about the membership, eventually, if you keep listening to our podcast, uh, I think, you know, you just eventually go down the rabbit hole and, and buy what we're offering. <laughs> okay. And how many listens, do you know how many listens approximately it takes before somebody does opt in? I, I don't have that data, unfortunately. Okay. Just, <laughs> we just, just, we just know question, that, 
you know, from sort of, uh, I want to say gut feel, but it's also from, from people writing into support, um, and, and, and emailing us and things like that. We get a lot of comments from like, man, I've been listening to your show for, for two months now. And I, I finally took the plunge and, and bought the membership. Or we have people that are like, oh, I've been listening to your show for two weeks. I, you know, I've gone down the rabbit hole and listened to a whole bunch of backlog episodes and now I'm hooked and I'm in the membership. So we do get feedback from members that, you know, it's, it's not typically on the first listen, are we going to get a customer? Um, but we do know it's somewhere between like two weeks and two months in, we're getting the customer. And what we'll find as well is, you know, we're up to, we're, we're, we're approaching 300 episodes on the show. So somebody might go and listen to an episode and go, Ooh, I really like that one. Start going through our backlogs, listen to episode one, 20 about Facebook advertising and go, Ooh, that episode was really good. I wish I could have the notes on that one. And those that's when people want to really go in and start diving into the notes is when there's episodes that are kind of a few months back that they can no longer have the notes for, but they just now discovered it. Those are the people that are sort of going and buying because they want those previous notes. It's stunning. It's absolutely stunning. I think I I love it all. I love it all. I've just, yeah, it's amazing. So what we're going to do now is going to head into the next feature of the show. Subject line of the week. Subject line Line of the week. week. Matt, give us a subject (laughs) line of the week, would you? All right, hold on. Let me pull up my spreadsheet here. All right, so... (laughs) <laughs> it's not the sexiest subject line, but this is our, our, um, most, our most opened and click subject line ever. Here's a free copy of our traffic playbook. <laughs> and, and what was that email about <laughs> cool so yeah we've got a we've got a traffic playbook and um literally the email is exactly what it sounded like and it was our most opened and clicked email that we've ever sent and there's a you know an ascension funnel there so they go and get the free book and then once they opt in for the free book there's an upsell that says hey would you like a print copy we'll pop one in the mail for you it costs 10 bucks and we'll ship it today after they get that then it upsells them to get our membership and that little funnel flow and that email what i do is when i find it the reason i have a spreadsheet of all of our top emails is when I find an email that works, I'm going to send that same exact email once every six weeks. Like I, I will resend that exact same identical email. I will copy and paste the subject line, copy and paste the email, and I will just resend it six weeks from now. And then once, if it works again, six weeks from now, I'm going to send it six weeks after that. And so I just have a spreadsheet of all of our best emails. And it's gotten to the point now where, so we send an email to our list every single day. And it's gotten to the point now where if I don't know what to email, I just hit the spreadsheet and go, okay, what's the, you know, what, what's the best performing email that I haven't sent yet within the last six weeks. And that is our top performing one of all time. Here's a free copy of our traffic playbook. I love it. I'm going to send out an email saying here's, here's a free copy of Matt and Joe's uh, free traffic playbook. (laughs) It'll probably be effective. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For all parties. That's this week. Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. Matt, dude, this has been awesome. Listen, for people who want to go and find out more about you and Joe and the podcast and everything, uh, tell us where to go. Yeah, so we actually set up a link over at hustleandflowchart.com slash email. If you go over there, you can actually get that free traffic playbook that I was just talking about where um, we talk about all of our advertising strategies, our podcast growth strategies, um, our email marketing strategies. All of that is kind of in our traffic playbook. It's all in there. And You'll, you'll see that exact same funnel I was just telling you about. You'll get offered a print version and you'll get offered to be in our membership. But uh, the actual traffic playbook is free over at hustleandflowchart.com slash email. 
can I just say, I've got it as well, and I really love it. So I can't endorse it enough. I think it's absolutely wonderful. So uh, really, really good stuff in there. Um, we're implementing awesome. lots of that stuff from there. So that's really good stuff. Well, thank you so much. We'll find the links to all of that stuff and loads of the stuff we've been talking about over in the show notes for this episode, which you don't have to opt in for, but they are only show notes. Uh, where are they, Rob? They're over at the email marketing show.com forward slash puzzle. Mm, I see what you did there. Puzzle. I'll throw back to the beginning. I like, it. I like that <laughs> little call back there. Matt, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Matt Wolf, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. The email marketing show. How you make a puzzle. Like, do you have to be an engineer? Getting-